Today is Monday, July 13th, 2020. It has been a week and a day since I podcasted. I know. I got um, crap from Daniel Brewer on the uh, Twitters today about me doing a podcast, and I think also from Big Fatty. So I promised I would do a podcast today. I mean, it's not like I don't have a million things to talk about, because I do. I have a big list, and I might have to... um, you know, do another podcast this week. But anyway, um, starting out, my if we think about last week, on Thursday, my husband left to go to New Orleans. And uh, I think we talked about this on the last podcast. He was very nervous about getting on an airplane, and I was very nervous about him getting on an airplane, too, because of the COVID. And I think I even said, too, that at the last minute he uh, purchased an upgrade to first class so that he wouldn't have to sit near a lot of people. Well, when he was on the plane on Thursday, because I took him to the airport, and when he was on the plane, he was texting me before they took off. And he told me that no one was sitting next to him. So, you know, in first class, there's two seats on each side, I guess, or at least in that plane it was. And um, he said there was nobody sitting next to him. And actually, the plane was rather empty, even though on July 1st, Americans said they were going to, they were going to, move ahead with selling the center seat. And that's what made him so nervous. So on the flight down there, um, he wore his mask that I gave him with the filter in it. And he wore his sunglasses because, um, with sunglasses or regular glasses, he said he wore glasses. I thought it was the sunglasses because you can get the, the, uh, droplets, um, the really tiny ones into your eyes. And even though it hasn't been proven that you can get COVID that way, he just was being safe, super safe, thank goodness. So he flew down there and the plane was not that crowded and there was nobody sitting next to him. So he was very pleased with that. And then he um, went right to his parents' house and didn't, you know, hang out with people and kept the mask on, glasses on the entire time, he said. Then on Saturday, he and his family drove to Dolphin Island, Alabama, And they are there now for a week at the beach. And um, he sent me pictures of where they're staying. And they they rent an entire beach house. And they were told that it was completely sanitized before they, you know, started staying there. And it's kind of a private beach, I think, because he showed me pictures of the beach and there's zero people on the beach. It's like they're the only ones there, um, at least in his section of the of the island. So um, he has a, they have a private beach. I say private, but only because there's nobody there um, right in front of their house. And he was just sitting there enjoying the sun. So he's there for a week. And I I feel comfortable now that, you know, seeing and hearing uh, the precautions he took. The only thing I don't know is his nephew, who is 20, 22, maybe. I don't know what he's been out doing and if he's been exposed and all of that stuff. Like my niece, I I know I talked about my niece last time and the carrying on that she's doing with hanging out with people and not wearing a mask and all that kind of stuff. It's these young people who, you know, are going to ruin this for everybody, I think. Well, clearly they have because the um, skyrock- skyrocketing uh, COVID cases uh, are basically in the young people not paying attention, not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Anyway, so he's there, and we'll see. I don't. I know we talked about when he comes back next week, because he's coming back next a week from Tuesday, a week from tomorrow, um, if he will quarantine or, or what. I don't, I don't know. We'll have to see what his flight back is like. Um, 
We don't know. Anyway, so he's there. So I'm podcasting by myself. I know that he's been joining me for like the last 10 weeks or something like that. 10 weeks. It's been like six months, something like that. <laughs> anyway, um, so besides that, I have been sewing my masks. I think I posted a picture. Well, I did on the podcast recently. But now I'm, I'm trying to um, make the masks even better. So I started out with just a basic mask with no nose piece to, you know, to uh, fit around your nose or a filter pocket. Although I did make the ones for my husband with the filter pocket. Um, but now um, I've watched a whole bunch more videos and I, am, I have an idea of how I can make the filter pocket better and um, so I can get those charcoal filters and put them in there. You know, and I'm, I know I probably shouldn't be this paranoid about it, but I just, like I said, I've been, since I dropped him off at the airport, I have not left the house except to go for on my nipple walks. Um, so I am not being around people at all, zero, for this entire time that he's gone, which, you know, I, I'm fine with that because I don't have any problem with being alone. <laughs> um, anyway, so I've been working on my, my um, masks and I've been making, I don't know, seven or eight of them. And I, it's like I make two a day and then I'm like, eh, I'll, you know, rest a little while and not, not make one. And then two days later, I'll get back to it. Like today, I want to get back to it because I got a bunch of new fabric that, that came in the came from the uh, Amazons on Saturday. So I have, you know, a lot more materials. I didn't actually ran out of the white lining that goes on the inside. So that's why I had to stop them. But now I got a big, a big bundle of the white and lots of different um, blue and white color fabrics. Well, if you saw my Instagram, I posted a picture of, I think I put it on Twitter too, of the mask I made on one day recently. I don't remember which day it was, with the stars um, on it. Anyway, so I'm doing that. Um, and I was speaking, I was back to my nipple walks because I had taken like a week and a half off when I didn't walk a single day. It was just so freaking hot. I just cannot walk. So well, I'm not supposed to walk anything above 85 degrees. And it's been, we've had 90 degree temperatures for 17 days in a row, something like that. So um, I'm just not walking. And I say, I say 90, but it's usually higher. Um, 17 days that we've reached at least 90 degrees. We, that may stop today because I think we're only supposed to get to 89. Anyway, keep saying anyway. I say anyway as much as um, Adam says regardless. Have you noticed that? Anyway, <laughs> so I'm back to my nipple walks, but now I am doing them at the first thing in the morning. I may have already mentioned that too, but I'm telling you, I get up at 6.30, take my pills, you know, and put my... Uh, workout clothes on and go for a walk. And um, there's not as many people out at that time in the morning and it's cooler. Like this morning, it was only 70 degrees and the humidity hasn't at that time of the day has not gotten really high. So, um, you know, I can walk and not feel so hot. Like, and today I did really great today. I walked 3.26 miles. I have not gotten over three miles since I had my heart attack back in December. So, um, that's real. That was really good, and and I wasn't sweating that bad at all because the humidity wasn't that bad. So I was. I feel really good today, and I, I've already um, closed my exercise ring and my move ring, which means I've already burned off 500 calories today. And it's not even well for me. It's not even noon yet. So and let's see. What are my steps up to? Because I've been trying to get. 
I'm already at 7,687 steps and it's not even noon. So I've got, you know, the whole rest of the day. So I'll easily get to 10,000 steps or higher. I know at one point back in, you know, back when I was really walking a lot, I had gotten up to 12,000 steps, but this time I'm only reaching around. Well, like yesterday, it was like close to 11,000. So I'm not getting up to those 12,000 steps and listening to Big Fatty about his nipple walks. He's not even going on nipple walks either because of the heat. And you're right, Big Fatty, do not walk in the heat. You just shouldn't do it. Anyway, there we go again. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm back to the nipple walks and um, burning off those calories because I have got to lose weight. I gained, well, if I really am honest about it, I gained 12 pounds since the COVID started, well, like in February. So, and this is July. So that was that February, March, April, May, June, July, six months. In six months, I've gained 12 pounds. But since my husband left on Thursday, I have gotten it down by four pounds. And I think that's mostly water weight, but um, I am down four pounds. But I need to go down like 45 pounds. <laughs> so um, nipple walks, yeah, done that. Now on my nipple walks, I don't know about you, for you, those of you who are taking walks every day, but in the city, in D.C., where my, in my neighborhood, there are bunnies all over the place. Every every day I go walking and I see at least three or four bunnies. And they are not friendly bunnies. I mean, they don't come up to you or anything like that. Once they see you, they run. But um, I've been seeing a lot of bunnies and I'm wondering why, because in all the years I've been walking, I have never seen this many bunnies. Just today, I counted four different bunnies. So, I mean, I don't know what the deal is. They're maybe because of the COVID, not as many people are out or something. I don't know why, but Lots of bunnies on the walks. Now, we have had um, switching subjects slightly here. Not slightly, completely. You know how um, celebrity deaths come in threes? Well, we have had three celebrity deaths just recently. It, well, I shouldn't say three yet because I'm talking about the Glee star, Naya Rivera, who last week went missing after going boating with her four-year-old, well, three-year-old, he wasn't four yet, but he was going to be four, four-year-old son who um, was uh, had fallen asleep in the boat while his mom, I guess, was drowning. Well, that's what they're suspecting. Um, so if you count, I mean, because clearly it's a recovery mission now, they're, they're not going to find her alive, I don't think. And there was there's no foul play in this because it was just her and her son on the boat, and they've got video to show that it was just the two of them getting on the boat. So she is from Glee, and Glee has now had, that's, that's the third person, third actor who has died from the show Glee. I don't know if you realize this, but in 2000, well, if you know the show Glee, it was back in the mid-2000s, I guess. Two, was it 2005? I don't know. But there for a while, Glee was a really popular show, and, and it was fun. I watched the whole thing. I loved it because... Um, they had, you know, some gay characters on there and stuff. But um, Naya Rivera played Santana. And back in 2013, Corey Monteith, who played a Finn, who played Finn Hudson, he died of a drug, a drug and alcohol overdose. And then in 2018, Mark Salling, who played Puck, died by suicide because he was pleading guilty to possession of child pornography. That is three stars from Glee who have, three actors from Glee who have died. Someone posted, I forget the blog. I read some blogs sometimes. I forget 
maybe it was Bobby's blog. I should go to that and see real quick. Uh, let me see, Bobby blog. This guy wrote um, this little thing about Glee, and if I can find it now, of course, this is every time when I um, want to read about things, find it. There it is. Yeah, he wrote this on July tenth, Friday, July tenth. Um, it's called Killer. It's like so. He starts out, "Hey, Darren, Chris, tick, tick, tick," as in your your clock is ticking. First Finn, then Puck then Leah Michelle's career, and now Santana. <laughs> it was a kind of funny, sad uh, satire, I should say, on someone possibly killing off the stars of Glee. And um, but obviously they didn't, no one's killing them. But um, he's saying like, Darren, Chris, be careful. You could be next, you know, because he was a big star from Glee. Um, anyway, so that, I read that on a blog and I thought that was funny. So... If someone else dies, then, um, you know, there's like, you know, I, I question is like, is Glee cursed or is it, are these just, you know, uh, bad circumstances happening? I don't know. So there's, um, well, I was, I was, I just, blah, blah, blah. I started this by saying celebrity deaths come in three. So if we count Naya Rivera as dying, that's one. Well, this morning, uh, first thing in the morning, it was it was announced that Kelly Preston, who is John Travolta's wife, um, I, I, I want to say something bad, but I'm not going. Of course, I can say it. So I was going to say Kelly Preston, his wife slash beard. Um, she died of breast cancer, and that was very sad. She was only 59. But the one that did not get the news that I thought it was going to get was that Elvis's grandson died. I can't remember his name now. I saw it on Facebook, and then I clicked and read the article in the um, Daily Mirror UK. Um, he committed suicide, and he was, how old was he, 27? I think he was 27. Um, and I'm thinking that he was Elvis's only grandson. But um, Lisa Marie Presley has other kids, so, and I think she has some stepkids, too. But when, when I saw that, I was like, wait a minute, I have to make this connection. Is that this? Is that their son or grandson? And then I had to read the article and realize Lisa Marie Presley is the daughter of Elvis. And it was her son um, who died. And his name was, uh, I'm going to get it wrong, Brandon Kehoe, I think. I think. Anyway, so Elvis's grandson died. Kelly Preston died. And Naya Rivera died. All within... Um, well, I guess you can say a week's time because Elvis's um, grandson died, I think it was Saturday, from a, a gunshot to his torso. So that's just really sad that the, that we had three deaths. But as, you, as I said, you know, celebrity deaths come in threes. And think of all the celebrity death phone calls I could have made to um, Dubious Intent. Oh, Dubious Intent. Oh, they no longer podcast. They ended their show. I don't know if you knew that or not, but they did. They ended their show. Um, and on Saturday evening, they had a um, brainstorming podcast. They got on the stream, Daniel and Adam, and they were uh, bouncing around names. It took them like an hour and 15 minutes to, to come up with every single name in the book. 
and then they ended up on the one that Adam started with, Mix Minus, which I think is a horrible name. If it's just going to be a chatting podcast, that would be fine if it was an audio technology podcast, something like that. But, you know, as Daniel really said, I think at one point that night, it's like the name really doesn't matter. People know who the who the people are who are talking, and they want to they tune in to listen to them, not necessarily the the name of the podcast. I guess that's why Daniel's other podcast with um, Scott slash Auntie Vera Charles is called. Um, oh no, see, I've already forgotten it. Oh, that darn Elvis, that darn Elvis. Um, and there's one episode of that, so I need to uh, listen to that. But so Daniel is now. So he he also quit his um, Pointless Talk podcast, which I really enjoyed that podcast. I'm sad to see that one go. That one was like crisp. It was new. It was, you know, he already had all the strings tied up tight. He had his, you know, theme song. He had the, um, he, he's such a good podcast. I, I, I don't know how else to describe it. He's just such a good podcast. And I really liked Pointless Talk. I'm going to miss it. So um, Daniel, too bad. But now we have um, That Darn Elvis and Mix Minus, two new podcasts that both star Daniel Brewer. So there's that. <laughs> um, I'm not starting another podcast anytime soon. I can barely get this one done once a week. <laughs> That's so sad. Um, last topic I want to talk about is the coronavirus and opening schools, because that seems to have been a big thing this weekend, was... Um, Betsy DeVos was on all the talk shows, and she and Trump are trying to force school systems to open. When right when these uh, the COVID it, COVID cases are skyrocketing, I mean, on Saturday there was sixty five thousand some odd number of brand new cases of COVID. That's like a, a one day high total or something like that for one day. And then was it Saturday? No, Sunday yesterday, Florida. Um, recorded their highest number ever, 15,000-something in one day. All of these southern states are, like, spiking with the COVID, and it has to be because of the, well, it's well, it's mostly because they've opened the state and people are walking around with no freaking masks on. So, um, but in terms of opening schools, Betsy DeVos and Trump both are trying to force the school's opening, saying that they will take away funding, which they cannot do because the funding comes from Congress, not from an administration. And they want the, the schools to open because they think that um, when kids go back to school, parents can go back to work and the economy will open up. Well, the funny thing is, is that back in March, when COVID cases were only like a couple thousand a day, they shut the schools down because of that. Now that we have 65,000 cases in a day, it's okay to open up schools? I don't think so. All of my teacher friends are just agonizing over the decision because in the school system that I worked in, they are deciding whether they're going to start virtually or whether it's going to be, you know, uh, phased in like two days a week for some kids and then uh, the rest would be virtual. I don't know. I think all schools should start out virtual and make it work. You have a better plan this time. You've got another at least a month to uh, to do that. And phase in slowly um, as the cases get better, as the, the virus, as we 
as stupid people get smart and start wearing freaking masks, and then the schools can open slowly. And like, for example, my husband's um, school system is going to start 100% virtual and then slowly phase in in-person teaching by, I think that they said the first of the year. So they, they've got a plan in place and they showed how they're going to, going to have the classrooms are only going to have like 10 to 12 kids in them. And they've spread out the desks and all this stuff. I mean, they're there. That county is on it. But it seems like I'm, I'm sure the rest of the, you know, the, the school systems are on it. But having to hear Betsy DeVos, who shouldn't even have the fucking job in the first place, forcing schools to open is just ridiculous. She is the stupidest woman to ever be an education secretary. And of course, she said um, when she was a, a part of that um, interview with her on the different news stations, I think she was Chris Wallace. She was he was telling her flat out, you can't do that. You can't. Um, take the money away from them. And she was like, the American people paid for the education. So they, should get, they should get in there and they should teach. And if they can't, give the money to the parents so they can make a choice. Of course, because she's all about vouchers and having private schools and all of that crap. Oh, I just can't stand that woman. I don't know how anyone can stand, stand that woman or Trump for that matter. I mean, we have got to get rid of these people in November these are the kind of people we have running our, our, our country, and it's just horrible. I, I can't stand them. Um, okay, I have two other things. I'm going to save those because I'm already over my 20 minutes. I have two more things, so maybe I'll um, come back later this week and podcast some more. But that is all I have for today. Um, oh, I have one more thing. I, I do have to squeeze in one more thing. Over the weekend, I got an Instagram message from um, a guy who listens to the, or who used to listen to the podcast and he's and he the message was like, oh, I used to listen to your podcast. Now, are you still podcasting? Because you know, because I quit for a couple of years. And I have to explain all that to another podcast. But um, I, you know, I wrote him back. I said, yes, I'm still podcasting here. You can find you know at Archer.com and all that. And he wrote back saying um, that thank you so much because he used to love the gangbangs. And I told him, I said, well, we've only had a couple gangbangs since I've been back, um, and I'd really like to do those again. But um, you know, whatever, we'll work on that. But it was so nice to get that message. And so if you're listening, um, Hugo, thank you for the message. And I'm so glad you're back as a listener. All right. So that's all I have for today. Thank you for listening. I hope everyone is staying safe. Wear a mask. And until next time, bye. (laughs)